1: On Hale Varsity Radio with
0: Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning.
1: Nice catch by Gunn. Nola
0: puts Shafino with the three.
2: You want to go see your families, but you want to make sure that you stay
1: disciplined. Woo! There's Miller.
2: Oh, back to order. Woodbury with the jam.
0: Wilcher for three from the top of the key. Drains it. That's a good sign.
2: That's a great sign for Wilcher. He's been really struggling from three put it a basket. Either there at the free throw line to get yourself going.
1: Six points for Dye. Inside to Walker. Walker goes to work. Nice pass to Bandamel. Oh, no look pass. Another. Greasel to Casey.
0: Coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. TV, is laughing his head off. uh, She said, ooh, no look past. You like the call. You like the call. Ooh, yeah. That's Damon Benning, as you guys all know him. Andrew Rogers here as well. We're happy to have you with us uh, for early signing day. And uh, wow, what a day it's going to be! We've already seen two names pop across Twitter. Uh, that is Dwight Boodle and Ramir Stewart. Uh, both of them have inked the line, or so I will trust Twitter in this case. I didn't actually witness any inking.
2: Right, uh, but- do, do you believe that they're really sending faxes? I mean, we're we're past that, right? It's just like are we? It, well, I think so. Isn't it like an e-doc or? A scan? Like, like aren't they called scans now? Like what are we doing? I I, I Facts. Hey, we've gotta wait by the facts. Boy, those were the days though. I kinda of miss like the angst of everybody just looking at the machine. Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here yet? Wait a minute. Hey, I, I can't relate. Wait a minute, it's two thirty. Uh hey, somebody check on Harris <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Heck man. heck of a day for these high schoolers and junior college folks man that are they're gonna ink their names to the next few years at least I think we could say that's at least one
0: uh, <laughs> right uh, and and we have a great show planned ahead Jalen, Lo- Jalen Lloyd hopping on at 715 Steve Warren at 730 Sam Sledge from Creighton Prep at 745 Brian Christofferson we'll talk Husker recruiting with him right at the top of the hour at 8. And another Nebraska commit in Maverick Noonan. So, uh, I mean, what else can you say, DB, other than as you put it on Twitter, let's get it.
2: Yeah, let's go get it, right? My man Shane over here on the wheels of steel booking guests. And it's kind of frantic sometimes to get young people. uh, Number one, they got to get up early. And a lot, most, I don't think any have school today. So, Oh come on, Shane! Exactly. We do appreciate that, but it is a big day for uh, a lot of high schoolers around the country. So, I highly doubt they're sleeping in. Although, maybe Jalen. Well, he's a little. He's a, such a calm, cool, laid-back customer. He may still be sleeping. I don't know.
0: Are you sure? Because he's hopping on in fifteen minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, listen. I it would not be surprised if if he, if his feet just hit the floor. He jams a toothbrush in his mouth, washes the face, looks at himself in the mirror, and it's like, okay, I'm ready. He's so soft spoken, but he he's great, man. So it, it he's got a heck of a story too. I mean, I, I and i our our listeners will hear it the uh, the turnaround and and kind of the transformation in his recruiting tale of. And I'll and I'll let you pick his brain, man, but a guy that is an Olympic caliber track athlete started hitting his stride on the football field and getting, and all of a sudden garnering a ton of attention, and it's like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I can do both. I don't know, it, it's, uh, I'm telling you, you're not going to believe it, it, it uh, Nebraska worked in a
0: hurry, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, if you don't run track, you can't play football at Nebraska, <laughs> well, you have to do both.
2: Uh, that seems to be the case, you know, I. I told my kiddo, I said, if you want to have any shot at all, well, you better stay in the gym. Get working.
0: Hey, before we keep getting down uh, the rabbit hole, which is early signing period and recruiting, let's touch on Nebraska basketball quickly uh, because they are the king of queens. A real-life Doug Heffernan if you would like to call it, uh, putting in a long day's work, getting rewarded, and now they get to run off to their holiday parties with their wacko family members or, in the show's case, uh, the father-in-law. Uh, but, no, it's exactly what we we felt they needed. And uh, Hoiberg even said something similar to that after the game. It was the perfect week of prep. They emphasized the unacceptable play in Kansas City. They broke down every bit of the film. And bounce back with force to head into Big Ten play on a high note. It's how you draw it up. And Nebraska executed five players in double figures. Nebraska held Queens to uh, under 34% shooting, uh, which was their lowest shooting percentage on the season. Goes to show how strong Nebraska's defense is and has been all season long. They held three straight opponents to forty percent or fewer, and they shot the basketball over fifty percent. So yeah. e- all you can say is that's a perfect recipe for success.
2: Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing, right? It's it's uh, you know they didn't shoot it as well in the second half. I mean they got off to a torrid start in the first half. I think they were eighteen of, of thirty-two, and and uh, they were five of fifteen from three in the first half, which is a lot of threes. Uh, ended up shooting only eight, I think, in the second half. finish 6-23 of from behind the arc, but just one of eight in the second half. They shot forty under 50% in the second half, so it made it kind of, of interesting for those of you uh, playing at home. And how about Vegas, right? We said be careful. We felt like the line was about right, and it lands on
0: ten. Like, well, and you know what? I, DraftKings actually closed at thirteen. Really? Yeah. Huh. I saw ten and a half's eleven,
2: all day, and I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself, "There's no way I would touch that. It is like absolutely no way I could touch that." And and it was, uh, I just liked the fact, and you know, Kasey kind of got it going a little bit, and and it was good to see Juwan Gary. Um, have some impact because he does so many little things right it was good to see him kind of put the biscuit in the basket a little bit and 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 Bantamel who always who is quietly starting to piece together a nice little stretch he's the best on the ball defender um, he, he's starting to be a little more efficient offensively the guy that we saw at his former school in SMU I mean it's Listen, it's Queens and I get it and 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 nobody's uh you know sending bouquets and, and and pleasantries but it's one you had to have against kind of a quietly a sneaky quality basketball team and now you get to enjoy the holiday and and, and get ready for the Hawkeyes.
1: Oh <laughs> no! Look past Greasel to Casey.
2: Oh, a trick on the call.
1: Oh no! Look. Uh,
2: yeah, Shane. Lay, I'm gonna because uh, I've got a I've got to work try. with here later on today. Shane, play that one more time so I can chuckle to myself.
1: Oh. No look past
2: Griezel to Casey. Yeah. yeah, JC will not hear the end of it from old DB, that's for sure. Woo. Hey,
0: I, I saw right oh, through that. No. <laughs> all I saw was you laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, what is he laughing at? I'm trying oh, to set up the no. show. Hey,
2: so she's forever going to be a drop on the show. Then that's great because as a co-worker, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay,
0: Shane, stop. Oh, I
2: gotta,
0: no. See, that that's what happens when you deal with kids. Oh. Hey, one last point before we move on to uh, more recruiting things. Something that I really liked about Nebraska was how they came out of the gate in this game. Yeah. Uh, they ended with 43 first-half points, and I know they got outscored in the second half, but when you put up a lead of 13 uh, by – was it 13? Let's do math here, DB. Oh, I mean, hey, it, let's see. It's a lot more than 13. Be careful
2: um, when you ask me to do math on the fly. It, it can be a struggle.
0: It would be three twenty-three. Are you, no. ca- are
2: you carrying the, are you carrying the, the, the one in the tens place? Like, what are you, what are you doing?
0: I think it was 17, right? 17. Yeah. I, I don't know. 17. We'll just say 17 point lead by halftime, but the ability to come out of the gate like that, not to say that you can really, uh, you know, sit back and relax just because of a first half, but in hindsight, if you put up seventeen uh, a 17-point buffer, you can do exactly that in this game.
2: Yeah, and it, listen, it uh, again, the, the second half wasn't as aesthetically pleasing, but I like kind of what Coach Hoiberg said where they came out and established what they wanted to do early, which let me know that they were ready to play, right? Because you've, if you come out and you're kind of sluggish and you're inefficient and, and, and you're not really clicking, it's like, man, did that K-State thing really bother you? You know, so I, I did like the fact that they came out uh with some with some oomph uh if you will to start that one because i think they needed every bit of that to let themselves know that they rewarded themselves for how i bet he got after him in practice because i mean listen he used the phrase they got their ass kicked and uh when coaches go there and they're talking to their team that is uh trust me that that, that that's nothing you want to hear when when your coaches kind of question your team's toughness and your fortitude and Man, it 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 gets in your loins, uh, as as the as the old folks like to say. Thank you, that. guys. It, 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 thank it, what you like to say? Lo, loins, loins, loins. It, hey, good coaches and, take and, things in your in your innards. There, it'll hurt you. I got
0: good coaches take things like that personally, though. Now and, I got to cut uh, you. Speaking of good coaches, how about Matt Rule and the way he's been able to recruit? Early on throughout this process. And I always go back to what he said back at Baylor mm-hmm. when he said recruiting is not about rankings. Recruiting is not what people say it is. Recruiting is finding people who can play, putting them in the right positions, and developing them. If you look up and down the 22, 23 players that have, you know, verbally committed at this point, though all 24 or 22, whatever I just said there. Fit that bill. Mm. Every single one of them. And yes, he has some four stars there. Um, he, he's got a, a handful of three stars, but he also has players that aren't even starred. And how much do you look into the stars? Obviously not too much when you're Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt well, Rule finds ways to develop no matter who the player is because he sees promise over actual star ability that's being labeled upon a player because of what somebody else says
2: and how about quietly like if you take a look at where they are potentially from a recruiting standpoint he's addressed some needs on defense even the even up front with the interior and we'll see how they close out today in the early period but i think he's basically down to what like o-line and 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 wide receivers i think that's that's kind of the need right now and i don't you knew o-line but gosh they address some some holes and Uh, a lot of in-state guys that i think they had defensively so i i think that's that's really interesting especially on a day where i don't know if you're just leaving the house and, and and good morning to all you fine folks and appreciate you joining us on coffee and cream a lot of snow days Andrew, I mean, I know you, we're split this week because you're in St. Louis with the fam, but, you know, LPS is no school, Omaha Public Schools, Bellevue Public Schools. Where are our kiddos going to sign? I mean, will they op- would you open up the building for a signing day when you're, the majority of your student population is not at school?
0: I would if it wasn't, like, uh, you know – Detrimental weather outside. Yeah. If the weather was so bad to where you could not open up the school, I get it. Right. You know, it, it just kind of uh, is one of those things you just have to work toward because nobody can control the weather. Uh, but in this case, based on what I've been hearing from you, mm-hmm. And you would not bring up this point if the weather was so poor over in Omaha right now. Yeah, Uh, I would
2: say open it up. Drew down. It's the anti Folgers. There's not a drop. You know, Folgers was good to the last drop. It is now. It's early. What time is it? Seven, seven, ten, whatever. I should know. It's our show every morning. I know, man. You just never know with your guy, but uh, nothing yet. I don't know what time it's coming, but, man, I know there's some kiddos that are looking out today and they're saying, wait, what? What, huh? But hold that thought. It's a long day ahead. We'll see. The weather can be fickle.
0: I'll tell you what, though. It is I, – I really feel for some of these high school kiddos because this is a moment they've dreamed of for a long period of time. You wanted to do it in front of some of your best friends and the rest of your, your – uh your school community and seeing news like this just puts a damper on the mood. I, I get it. I, I, I really feel for them, but know that no matter what you're going to have a great story. Yeah. No matter what it is, you you could sign at home and be like, if people ask you about it at a later time, like, hey, you know, what was it like signing your paper in front of all these people? And you can say like, well, you know, we were supposed to. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Blizzard came in and uh, then we we had to cancel school because, you know, we had to prepare for this and then no weather hit hit the town. And so I got to do it with my family at home. We did it over, you know, Instagram live, whatever it is. It was still a great story. Uh but it just didn't it wasn't how it was supposed to be written.
2: Yeah, and listen, I, I get it, right? I, I was with uh our athletic director all day yesterday um in Kansas City, uh as Omaha Westside boys and girls uh had hoops, talking to district people, uh get checking with Offit and Epley to get forecasts because you can't be wrong, talking with all the athletic directors on conference calls on the way down just trying to make sure that they get it right and it's above their pay grade and all the things Andrew that they have to think about it's the holiday tournament and that got postponed so they're going to play four games in four days and because there's the moratorium in the metro and they were worried about signing day and the athletes and do you open up the building do you not I mean there's a lot going on when mother nature tries to Starts to flex on you because I think parents and and administrators, they want to get it right for the safety of their kids. And so I think that's something that you got to think about, because sometimes you're going to be damned if you do and damned if you don't.
0: Talk about test review here and let's drop back on a lot of the people, a lot of the names that are a part of today's signing day. You have three Florida transfers Uh, two are four stars, both on defense, a linebacker and a corner. Mm -hmm. You have one portal quarterback who is a four-star from Georgia tech. That's Jeff Sims. You have 19 high school commits, seven in state, two, four-star on defense. The rest are three except, except for Ives. And one of those three star athletes are here with us right now. Jalen Lloyd on the phone. A west side guy, DB. Jalen, good morning. Hopefully you just didn't roll out of bed like DB was predicting, but we're happy to have you here.
1: Good morning.
2: Hey, congrats. hey there's that silky smooth voice, man. Congratulations. How you feeling? Good. Uh, thank you. I'm feeling good. So soft-spoken for our listeners at home. I was trying to explain the story to Andrew, so I'll let you tell it. How did we get here? And roughly what I would say is about six short weeks. Like, quickly walk us through the recruiting process and what
1: happened. Um, well, I was supposed to be signing. I mean,
2: that's committing Committing. Uh, I can't remember. Friday was. Yeah, three days. I think it was December 10th, maybe. Yeah,
1: sounds about right. And I, I got the flu, which some people don't believe. But it was a I, I did get sick. Um, so I couldn't talk, so I had to reschedule that. And it just so happened that uh, the same day, uh, Coach rule and his reached out to my family and wanted to offer me. So that, that changed everything. Um, then uh, me deciding to go to Nebraska really didn't happen till the official visit.
2: Mm. What was it about the visit?
1: It was just the the coaching staff. It felt like it felt like a family uh Nebraska felt like home. There's a lot of places I went to that felt like just gave me this weird, like mm. like almost a homesick feeling.
0: Jalen, you know you had a former Husker and Green Bay Packer, Steve Warren, Heisman Trophy yeah. winner, Johnny the Jet Rogers, also <laughs> coming to see you making it big time. What did it mean to have those icons show up on your big day? That
1: was that was crazy. I actually seen uh, Johnny Rogers walking in. And I don't even know if he knew that I, that was me when I first walked when he first walked in. <laughs> um. But uh, people like that—that's that, what I—that's what I, I um, want to set out to be. I want to be uh, another part of the the legacy that 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 I was developing.
2: Mm. Yeah, with your with your mom being such a, a a track icon up there, and and your dad going to school there, was that how much? Your personality doesn't seem like that would sway you, but when the opportunity presented itself, did it?
1: Um, I wouldn't say that is what swayed me, but it definitely was. It definitely was
2: part of it. Mm. Talk to me a little bit about, or walk us through, the big decision to leave Omaha Central, where your dad was your track coach. You're an Olympic caliber track athlete a lot went into that to make the decision to come to west side because you you wanted to be to to develop your football career too how scary was that yeah that was really scary i didn't know a lot about Westside.
1: Um my family did know steve gordon so that was um a major reason to come to west side We know we knew a coach over there and we knew that uh He's a good coach we don't just, they didn't want to just send me to a random coach with a, a talent and we know that the football team is really good we didn't we didn't really transfer to win but to transfer to get better opportunities on the football field
0: mm. so that's what we did Jalen. Talk about just today for you. like As you sit back and reflect, uh, how long have you been dreaming about a day like today? Um, I
1: haven't really just sat down and, and everything's
2: back so fast. Jalen, when... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. Hey, so real quick before we let you get out of here, we're going to talk to Steve in a little bit, and, and obviously you train, and, and you train there. You work on your football skills, running techniques. We know you're an Olympic-caliber track athlete. At what point did you know that you wanted to at least try to do both or that you liked football more than maybe the casual fan may think?
1: Uh, I would actually say in seventh grade mm. I actually I actually thought I was better at track. I crack I was really close to giving track because uh it was like my body was like not developed yet it wasn't producing it crack and it was hard but then like first year I started I started better at
2: crack and then yeah I just couldn't but people forget out there just a seventeen-year-old graduating senior.
0: How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> one last thing before we let you go, Jalen. Hey, uh, you're you're playing with your teammate Tristan Alvano, and you guys go way back together. What's it like going to Nebraska together uh, and, and continuing this friendship long term?
1: It's crazy. I. Actually, when I first came to West, I didn't even know Tristan was there. Until <laughs> so we had a, a, a summer workout, yeah. he came to me. He was like, uh, "Do you remember Coach Hepburn?" And I just like stopped, looked at him, and he, he did not look the same from when he was little. He he got huge. <laughs> <The>
2: unbel- <laughs> unbelievable! <laughs> Only you, J-Dub. <J-Dove>. Only you. <laughs> like <laughs> You just, you just do you, man. I am so proud of you, man. Congratulations! There, it's a heck of a story, you know. I'll, I'll try. I'll fill our listeners in on, on as much as I can today, but an unbelievable journey and a and a and quite the closing job by Nebraska for uh, somebody that doesn't give you a whole lot
0: to go on, Jalen. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. Hey, Jalen. We'll talk to you later, man. Yes, sir. Hey, DB, before we go to break here, our poll question of the day with early signing day upon us, how would you grade Matt Rule's recruiting job so far? An A, a B, a C, or a D slash F? You can vote at Radio. there. Coming up next, though, we are speaking with Steve Warren, Husker Hall of Famer and founder of the Warren Academy. He's next on Coffee and Cream, powered by Currency.